Hey, welcome everybody to a quick shot on the Martinis with Scott channel. A quick shot is where in five minutes or less, I try to uh, help you understand a technical topic in business uh, that will help you go forward and make more money, understand valuation, understand uh, management, leadership, all of those things. Today, we're gonna tackle EBITDA. Have you heard this word, uh, EBITDA? It's an acronym and it stands for earnings, earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, amortization. Interest before, uh, sorry, earnings before interest, taxes, uh, what am I doing? Interest before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization is the acronym EBITDA. You go through business, you're gonna hear this term, uh, and it's an important, it's an important term. So let's talk about that a little bit. What are earnings? So this will help you do the math on this. Think about your net income on your income statement. And then before means you wanna add back. So you start at the bottom, which is your net income, add back the interest you're paying on your debt or any amount of interest, add back the taxes. Okay, so it's actually, that would be before, although that would make a terrible uh, acronym. So you take your net income, add back your taxes, which are probably uh, next on your income statement, second last to the bottom, add back your depreciation and your amortization, and then add back your interest and when you add back interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization, those four things, you come up with EBITDA, which is earnings before those items that you just added back. Interest, of course, is interest that you're paying on your debt. Taxes are your income taxes uh, that are on your income statement. Depreciation and amortization are effectively the same thing. They're taking assets and they're, they're amortizing them um, into your P&L, into your income statement. So, for example, if you had a... I don't know, a million dollar piece of equipment and you're amortizing that over 10 years, you're depreciating that over 10 years, that's $100,000 a year uh, that would be an expense to your income statement and that's what depreciation is and you add that back. Okay, so that is the how of calculating EBITDA. Why do we calculate EBITDA? Why do people talk about EBITDA? I mean, it's a very common term. People rarely talk about net income in business these days. They talk about their EBITDA. The real reason that EBITDA became part of the lingo in business history, as far as I'm concerned, I haven't gone back to research this, but I, I'm old enough that I think I was around when this happened, is that business valuators, such as myself, people that look at a business and do some analysis and come up and they say, hey, your business is worth $10 million or a million dollars or a hundred million dollars. And you know, when we write reports to that effect, which is what I was trained to do when I was much, much younger, is we often look at an EBITDA approach. And the reason is because if you take your earnings before your interest, then the impact of, of debt, whether you chose to borrow money or not borrow money, didn't impact the value. So, so whether you chose to borrow money or not didn't impact the valuation. Whether you chose to own your real estate or not, or to lease your real estate, didn't impact the valuation because if you own your real estate, you'd have a bunch of depreciation. Whereas if you leased your real estate, you wouldn't have any depreciation, but you would have this 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 uh, this lease. And also if you own your real estate, you have a bunch more debt, which means you have a bunch more interest. So it becomes increasingly difficult to compare company A to company B for valuation purposes if you're just talking about net income. But if you go up the income statement a little bit, add this stuff back, you eliminate a lot of the a lot of the issues that make company A and company B not comparable. 
Then it just became part of the language, okay? So now everybody talks about EBITDA. You look at loan agreements. I'm signing one uh, very shortly here. And the covenant, uh, the, the promise that you make to the bank on your trailing performance. In other words, the bank says, okay, I want you to give me a budget and then I want you to meet your budget or 80% of your budget. And if you don't, that's gonna be a default in the loan agreement. Well, they don't tie that budget to net income. They tie it to EBITDA. They tied to EBITDA, okay? So it's important to understand that. You walk around and you talk to other business people and they talk about how much their business is worth. What do they say? They say six times, four times, 10 times, whatever the number is, that's a multiple. And what does that multiple apply to? It's applied to EBITDA, okay? So you need to understand what EBITDA is or you can't even be in the conversation. And I'm not saying it's the right thing theoretically, by the way, I'm just telling you that's the way it is. Everybody talks about EBITDA and that's why. Here's something tricky I want you to remember about EBITDA. I still have a minute left here. It's a, it's a non-GAAP measure. What does that mean? That means that the accountants who prepare your financial statements in accordance with GAAP, which stands for Generally Accepted Accounting Principles, I don't care what jurisdiction you're in, if you're in the US for US GAAP or IFRS for most of the rest of the world, um, EBITDA is nowhere in that handbook if we still use handbooks today, we did when I was trading. Um, it's nowhere in that handbook. It's a, it's a, it's a non-GAAP measure, which means you can talk about it in your notes to your financial statements. You can talk about it in your MD&A. If you're a public company, you can talk about it or whatever you want to talk about it in, but it doesn't show up in your financial statements specifically, which means that you have to use your judgment as to what that is. And you say, Scott, what do you mean my judgment? It's just, I'm just adding back interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. No. You can normalize your EBITDA. Let me give you an example. Let's say you own your business and a fair salary for your position of president would be $100,000. If you had to hire an outsider, you would pay that outsider $100,000. But because you're super successful, you're taking out $500,000, which means in your expenses, in your, in your earnings, you've taken out $500,000 Whereas normalized, if it was a third party, you would take out only $100,000. So your earnings is understated by $400,000. You could normalize your EBITDA for that, which means you can take your earnings, add back your interest, add back your taxes, add back your depreciation, add back your amortization, and add back the 400 grand that you took out extra, okay? Uh, similarly, if you took out zero because you're not struggling, okay? you should normalize the other way. You should deduct $100,000 from your otherwise uh, your otherwise calculated EBITDA. It's important to normalize. It's important to understand what normalizations are. They can't be, they can't be schlocky. They can't be, is that a proper word? Can I even say that on YouTube? I don't know. They can't be, um, they have to be credible. How's that for a professional way to express that? They have to be credible, but but there's all sorts of leeway. For example, I'm shooting this in the middle of lockdown number two uh, of COVID. Should we be normalizing our EBITDA for COVID that's been going on for nine months now? Yes, I'm doing that specifically on a deal that I'm working on. I keep pointing over here to my desk, by the way. I'm, I'm specifically normalizing uh, for COVID. Hey, yeah, this is what we're doing right now, but in a normal world before COVID hit, and after COVID hit, here's what my EBITDA would be. Let's do the deal. Let's do the valuation based on the normalized EBITDA, not the actual that's going on today. Just a couple of examples for you. Thank you for listening. This has been a quick shot on the Martinis with Scott channel. We'll talk to you later.